Riding Around is an improvised recap of a sitcom that never existed. Enjoy! I'm Kelly Quinn. And I'm Malin Von Euler-Hogan. We met as actors on the hit early 2000s sitcom Riding Around, the first network comedy ever to be filmed entirely on... And around... A bus. And we're still pretty good friends. And now we're doing the official Riding Around fan podcast. Each week, we'll talk about an episode of the show and bring you interviews, fun facts, and behind-the-scenes stories that only two people who were on the bus can tell you. Come ride around with us. Well, hello, Malin. Hello there, Kelly. How are you? Well, as you can see, I'm having a bit of a self-care night. Our audio listeners will not be able to see this. You know what? We should do a Patreon. Do you think we should do a Patreon, maybe? I think for this alone, we should absolutely start this Patreon because... Listeners, I'm wearing a face yeah. mask. I'm, I'm wearing a face mask. I'm doing a little self-care, a little hydration as we record. It's been a busy week with the girls. Uh, but it does, you know what, I'll say it looks a little, it looks a little scary. It um, does. It does. Looks like your top layer of skin is kind of peeling off almost mm-hmm. yeah. in a sort of frightening way. I'm curious, um, what's the, is there a special function of this one? Is it advertising particular yes, this benefits? One advertising collagen and vitamin C, but who knows what any of this stuff does, you know? Okay. Well, and I think topical collagen, I'm not sure does much, right? You've got no. to ingest it, right? You've got it. And even that, and it's like, yeah. who's to say that ingesting it actually deposits it anywhere in the body? But right, right. I'm willing to try anything, you know. And we're not a wellness podcast. Hey, once we're, you know, done with these seven seasons, maybe that's mm-hmm. a pivot we can look into. But for now, we're just appreciators and not experts. Yes, we are dabbling in the self care space tonight. And a little bit, Mullen. Mm-hmm. How are your dogs doing? Are your dogs still barking after all these weeks on the picket lines? I'd say they're not barking anymore, but they're woofing. So <laughs> I've, you know, I figured out the sort of cushion aspect to my Good. footwear. And now, of course, I've found another thing to find a problem with my socks. Mm. I think it's the seams on them are just sort of affecting my toes in a way that I'm just not the seams loving. Your socks are affecting your toes. Wow. So I am on the hunt. And listeners, if you have socks that you love and recommend and particularly think would be good for labor action events, please reach out, mm-hmm. writingaroundpod at gmail.com. The lines are open. And please send in your sock recommendations because the ones I'm working with, I don't know. I, I keep I keep getting ads for Bombas. Do you know? Are those yes. good? Yes. I have heard only, I, you know, there are ads for them ra- around New York. And my understanding is that when you buy a pair, they donate a pair to someone in need of socks. And I think that is a nice business model. Oh. I have not personally tried them to vouch for their comfort. Well, mark me down as someone in need of socks. Yeah. I, I imagine you're right. It probably goes to someone like you, someone who just says, hey, I'd like to try a new pair of socks out. But hey, Bombas, if you're listening and you want to advertise on our podcast, mm-hmm. you know, we're kind of periodically putting out this call looking for advertisers and you could be a good fit for us, especially if we start buying and wearing your socks and talking about them on the podcast. So all good things to consider. Mm-hmm. And that email address again is mm-hmm. writingroundpod at gmail.com. Right. And it's open to everyone, including friend of the show, Kevin Concealer. Um, You know, we reached out to him because the episode we're recapping today was very hair and makeup heavy. This is season three, episode 11. And we reached out to him to see if he had any memories from this episode, Um, any looks, you know, I mean, we'd already gotten into it in the episode that we recorded with him way back in season one for our listeners who have been with us this whole time. And if you are just joining us, I actually do recommend a listen 
from the top. Mm-hmm. I really think that you will enjoy it even more mm-hmm. if you've listened to every episode because we we build on things, we make references to things. Right. There's just going to be stuff you're you're missing if you don't go back and listen to those early ones, including this, you know, beautiful spirit. Kevin Concealer, who left us a little note with his recollections about season three, episode 11. Hello, hello, Kevin Concealer here. I think I'm recording. Usually I do have a producer, but um, this is fun too. I love that you, instead of having me on the show, just send something because I'm, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. As you know, I've recently gotten an opportunity to write So I'm working on the Tony Awards, (laughs) if you've heard of those. Um, But listen, I'm rambling. You asked me to give you a memory about the talent show episode 311. Now, I do remember that show because I had double cataract surgery. I could not see a goddamn thing. And I said, you know what? I have to be to work. Who's going to who's gonna take over for me? Because you remember, everyone had quit and refused to work with me at that point. And so I had on a beautiful pair of faux Gucci. For, faux Gucci. Not Gucci. Faux Gucci. I'm trying to remember how it's pronounced because it is a brand deal I'm doing. Um, but I had them on and I remember thinking, everyone's just going to think you're stylish. Do not worry about what the makeup is going to look like. And that's why so many people on the talent show ended up being clowns. So I hope that's a fun memory for you. Um, Love you gals. And if you could Venmo me for my time, um, I have to pay for gas. Thank you so much. He has to pay for gas. Yeah, I wonder, did he drive to a studio to send that? Right, to record that. Yeah. I can't imagine. It sounds like he was screaming into his phone on the street, but, (laughs) you know, just such a funny, interesting person, and it's clear to me, I don't know if it is to you, Mullen, that he's he's thinking of the wrong talent show episode, right? He is. He's a little confused. Okay. Yeah, super fans will know that we also had a talent show episode in season five, Mm -hmm. and I believe that the cataract surgery happened then. All of the clowns. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Kelly, but those were also season five, not this talent show, right? Right. This talent show was the Black Swan thing. Mm -hmm. So that's Kevin for you. Just a little bit confused, but the spirit is there and I love it. What I don't love and I I just can't let it go unaddressed is the fact that he's writing for something. He's writing for the Tonys (laughs) in an ongoing writer's strike. I'm just, (sighs) you know. Listen, I want to give grace to people who are trying to make ends meet during this difficult time, but that is a clear admission of breaking a picket line. And I'm almost like, do we play this? Do we, I, do we just cut all of this? Because we could get him in trouble, I think. You know, he'll never be able to join the guild if they find out about this. I mean, I th- it's tough because Kevin is such a, a good friend. Right. Maybe I'll, t- I'll text him. And see what he wants us to do. Because I don't know if he realizes he's scabbing. Do you think he just got so excited to be reached out to and didn't think twice about it? And, you know, no offense to Kevin, but I got to think that normally they're going with more experienced writers. And I bet Mm -hmm. that is what happened. The usual folks said no. Mm -hmm. It's pencils down. We're Mm -hmm. not writing right now. And Kevin didn't know. That's that's. That's the best explanation I can think of at the moment. And so right. I'm sure once we text him and, and explain, he'll probably quit the job. 
he'll probably quit the job. You know, and Ariana DeBose is so good on her feet. You know, she's the host. I think she'll she'll figure something out on her own. She doesn't oh, need Kevin's yeah. little jokes, probably. No. But yeah, we're going to be talking about season three, episode 11 today. And while much of what Kevin just mentioned doesn't actually happen in this episode, it no. was so lovely to hear his voice. And I'm so happy that he was able to take some time. And how much should we Venmo? What are you thinking Venmo-wise? 10 bucks? Oh, yeah, I think 10 should be fine, okay. right? That's yeah. What's that, a fifth of a tank of gas? I have no idea how much gas costs these days. We're not driving uh, often. Mine's costing me a little under 40 to fill up these days. 40 okay. for, yeah. Great. So a fourth of a tank of gas, I think yeah. that's fair. Yeah. Couldn't have taken him more than that to get to his, his nearest studio. I They're everywhere. Not. Yeah. And I will say too, Kelly, did it sound to you like he wants to be on the show again? It does. I yeah. thought so too. Okay. So maybe we'll have to have him back for the talent show he was talking about. I think you're right. That episode yeah. in season five, we'll have to have him back for that. Perfect. You hear that, <laughs> Kevin? You're welcome back anytime, but we'll pick. We'll pick which one. <laughs> well, let's get into this episode summary for the episode that did happen. I watched that last night. Classic. Loved mm. seeing us in those swan looks, which we will get to. Kelly, yes. do you want to read the summary? Tom returns from Richmond and decides to keep his job in Bristol. When the bus's transmission fails, the riders host a talent show to fundraise for its replacement. Just as we said earlier, a lot of spectacular looks in this episode. And uh -huh. that's all down to wardrobe and that's down to hair and makeup. That team led by Kevin Concealer and is just really made us all look excellent. I mean, I was looking at myself in my younger years and thinking, should I put that photo on my dating profiles if I join Araya eventually, you know, oh. because Mom, we looked fierce. We really, really did. That's so funny. I'm, I'm curious because, you know, believe it or not, I haven't been on the apps. I know I've been single, you know, since the right. apps um, invention, but I've mostly been meeting people IRL. So what are the ethics around putting a you know, a photo on there that is over a decade old. Do you have to, do you over have to disclose a decade that? Old and heavily hair and made up. I think, no, I think, you know, you put in some now and some <laughs> mm -hmm. then and they can see, okay, well, that's what she used to look like. That's pretty good. And they might be thinking you're a ballerina, to be honest. Yes. Which never hurt anyone. That's more fodder for the first date, you know, because then they say, oh, did you dance? And I say, no, but I was right. an actress. And I that was that on would, television. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's, I think, kind of a fun dynamic to start a relationship off on a correcting sort of mm -hmm. tone. I, I personally love that. Yeah. Is that how that's worked for you and John? The, mm -hmm. uh -huh. Yeah, we met and he had sent me a, a text, you know, after he got my number and right. spelled some things wrong. And I was able to get in there and just sort of say, uh, 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 and, and <laughs> Isn't that you funny? know, we've been, we've been a pair ever since. A pair ever since. I got to take this mask off because <laughs> it's actually proving quite difficult to talk with it on. Um, oh, but I think, you know, my skin has gotten the hydration and the collagen that it needs. It's so good to take care of yourself. I love that you're doing that. Thank you. Well, I've got this cruise coming up and I want to look tip top shape for Barcelona because the women yeah. over there, goodness gracious, everyone a knockout. I'm, I'm a little scared, honestly. I'm oh, very pale please. from the winter in New York. You You'll know. fit right in and nothing wrong with being pale. Right. Oh, yes. Apologies. <laughs> <laughs> Just apologies to our pale listeners. To our pale listeners. No offense meant all mm -hmm. skin is beautiful and the way your skin grows on you is the way it's meant to grow. That's right. And speaking of skin, ours in this episode was covered in the 
most elaborate makeup maybe I ever had mm-hmm. for this show. Oh, yeah. You have that extremely dark mascara on. And he had done a really wild cat eye on you that went sort of all the way out, almost to your temples. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of were calling it, instead of a cat eye, a bird wing. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I had forgotten that. We were calling it a bird wing on set. And then mine went the other way where he was sort of trying to do, mm-hmm. you know, because it was That's a right. black Yours swan and in. white swan themed dance. And so mine went inward mm-hmm. acro- across the bridge of my nose <laughs> and crisscrossed over the bridge of my nose. And w- yeah, which had sounds to, crazy, you had but you, you have to see it. You have mm-hmm. to see it. And in person, it was even more spectacular. You could really see the craftsmanship up close. And, mm-hmm. you know, Kevin is a wild one. Absolutely. But mm-hmm. wow, is he talented? Yes. And our, our bouffants as well. Gosh, mm, not a yeah. hairstyle that I really associate with the art of dance. But, you know, I mean, we killed it, Mullen. I think we killed it in this episode. I know you have a bit of dance experience. Me, not as much. Yeah, I do. But um, you you move like someone who could have really made it, I think. Thank you. Did you I just do not get that a have lot. an interest yeah. as, a, as a kid? Because if you were my kid, I'd be sticking you in classes and being a little dance mom, probably. Oh, isn't that sweet? You know, I actually did take a lot of dance and gymnastics up until I was around 12. And then mm-hmm. it just became, if you want to do that, if you want to be serious about this, you got to be at a gym every night. Yeah, yeah. And it just was not the sort of childhood my, my parents envisioned for me. So oh, they, they sort okay. of yanked me out. And hmm. yeah. So didn't have drive sort of as a family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sort of lacking ambition as a family, I guess. And, yeah, you know, look, it's it's worked out OK, but I do wish my parents would have taken a, a second to think, hey, well, we got a talent on our hands. Well, you know, I have some friends who are taking adult tap dance lessons out here in Los Angeles. And, you know, New York is full of dance studios. And I think because I was thinking about this the other day, just thinking about the Tonys when we got that question from Kevin, mm-hmm. that you should be going for Broadway because you're in New York You've had this amazing television career. Why not go to the next frontier, right? And if you need to up your dancing a little bit, I I say do it because think of the roles that that would open up for you. Oh, wow. Wouldn't that be exciting? Have we had this idea before? I'm feeling like that's it's so obvious. It's crazy. I haven't said it before. You're in New York. You're an actor in New York. It's Broadway. It has to be Broadway. It's Broadway or it's SVU, and I'd rather it was Broadway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to be thinking about this, Molland. You've... And planted a little seed. Has Seth done any? Sorry, I, I, don't, I don't. I don't mean to here. bring up Seth so much, but I just, you know, you guys are kind of. I won't call you a unit, but you guys are spending a lot of time oh, together. So we are. We are. You know what? Yes, he he has come here in talks to develop a Broadway show. That's what it is. Yes. Wow. I has and he has he mentioned anything? Because you know you said, which by the way I haven't heard anything yet. You said he'd be reaching out about a voice part for me and something of his. And I checked with my reps and they haven't heard. They haven't heard yet. Yeah. Okay, well no. hang tight. I'll ask him. And okay, yeah. You know what? As a matter of fact, he's going to come on the cruise with me and the girls. He's in his own room, um, but he'll be there. Wow. And so if I haven't heard from him by the time we get to Barcelona, I've got a week on a boat with him to really needle him about this part for you. Wow. Okay. So that's the agenda. My part and Mm -hmm. getting you on Broadway. Mm -hmm. That's what we need Seth's mind focused on right now. And my mind, sorry, I'm all over. I just, I'm getting really (laughs) excited about things uh, today and the thought of you on Broadway. I just, yeah, it's gotta happen. Gotta happen. It'd be so, so cool. Well, you know, it's a ticket with your name on it. 
if if you wanted it, that's for sure. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> so back to the episode, you know, and yes, everyone go listen to Kevin Concealer's episode in season one if you season want one, to yes. hear more about the specifics of the looks that Kelly and I were turning. As we mentioned, they were sort of ballet inspired and swan inspired. Mm-hmm. But interestingly enough, Black Swan, the film, had not come out yet. Huh. So it gives you a lot to think about. One must wonder, and I know we harp on this all the time, parallel thinking is real, and you hate to accuse a fellow filmmaker of copying. Mm -hmm. I'm repeating myself from just a few episodes ago. However, I think the looks, at least, were probably inspired by our show. Because it was such a popular show, you couldn't escape it. It was the talk of the office break room every Friday morning, right? So uh, I just think it's possible Right. There's no way this. it was not in his cultural rearview right. mirror at any point. And, right. you right. know, some might say maybe he was drawing from something a little more classical, like Tchaikovsky's Swan Lake. Swan Lake. Sure, sure. And that's part of it. Yeah. It's it's part of it. It's not the whole thing. The right. black swan and the white swan, the, the one-on-one, the intensity, the enmity that I think he right. stole from us. Yeah, I think so, too. And... You tell you what, I'd love to be in a talent show again. That just doesn't come up that much when you're an adult. It really doesn't. Such a nice chance to be a part of an adult talent show. And everyone's talents were so funny in this mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, let's not be confused. All the cl- all the people doing clown-related stuff was in season five, season which five. we will get to. But in this episode, you have Ethel opening very hard-to-open jars of pickles on the bus. You have, you know, this sort of... yeah normal person talents exactly. for most people. And then we're doing a really elaborate ballet number. And it was a really interesting <laughs> mix of high and low brow. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's again, that's from the geniuses of the writers of that episode. This was a Lorenz Cook episode. I went back and looked. and Oh, interesting. Um, that tracks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sammy is doing his dance moves as his mm-hmm. talent, right. which by this point we've honestly seen a lot of in the yeah. show. He doesn't need a talent show to bust no. those out. No, he doesn't. Frankie did some skateboarding tricks. Mm-hmm. Not well, not well. So that was played for comedy. That was very funny. Right. And that, that was real. Harvey is not a talented skateboarder and that, that shone through. Right. Rudy did a timed Sudoku. Um, While holding a hot dog. Mm-hmm. The guy will not put down a hot dog for most of the season. You know, it's a shorter season because of the writer's strike, but he's holding a hot dog pretty constantly. You know what else, Malin, is so funny that I had forgotten Mm. is, do you remember to plump up our lips for this episode, what Kevin Concealer had us do the night before? Yes, the old Gatorade bottle trick. Mm -hmm. Incredible. Yeah, watching it. I was watching with Current John um, last night and he commented on my lips. He, he noticed. And that's that's a good partner. That is a good partner. It really is. Yeah. Looking at your body, noticing the ways <laughs> that it changes. That and it might have been better in the past. And <laughs> Isn't that nice? But yeah, just one of those moments where you look over at your loved one mm-hmm. and you say, and sorry, I don't, is this mean? Is this rubbing it in? Because I know, I oh mean, my you, gosh, you and no. Seth, Seth must be like this for you, but it's just, you look over and you say, thank you for being observant. Thank mm-hmm. you for seeing what I looked like at every, you know, thank you for yeah. seeing what I look like now and then comparing mm-hmm. me to that. I love it. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, if you recall, my husband at the time of filming was not so kind about this whole process. So oh, it was just, no. it just, the contrast felt very striking. 
yes, he was not happy to go to bed next to a woman with a Gatorade bottle sucked <laughs> on her face. And I think I have to think, <laughs> what's wrong with you? You know, it, it's work. Yeah. Yeah, it's You're my working. job. Sorry. Sorry I don't send emails all day. Sometimes I have to do things like this, you know? Right. But Ugh. yeah. And I guess we should chat about Tom's return. Because as much as yes. we all loved Royce in the previous episode, yes. it was so nice to just have our old guy back. It really was. And the energy having Gus back on set was so nice. You know, Tom comes back to the bus because he's not a city guy and Richmond is a bigger city than he's ready to be in. And yeah, you which know, is even... so funny because sir, have you seen a real city? Right. Well, cl- clearly not. He, you know. he hasn't. He's sort of a provincial guy and that's, right. I guess some of the comedy of it that I'm ruining with my comments. <laughs> right. But you know, I think good to point out and you know, in my mind, that speaks to the imaginations of these writers who mm-hmm. maybe, you know, Dom is from the Northeast. Some of them are coming from other smaller areas That's and right. they know these sort of mid-sized to petite cities that these smaller cities that are yeah, no petite, yeah. still still feel maybe unapproachable to someone who's raised on a farm, for example. That's right. not Tom at all, but you know, I'm just giving examples now. Right. No, of course. We have to do that. And you know, you you brought up some... We were texting as we were both... We were kind of watching at the same time. Mm-hmm. That was fun. We should try to do that more often. We should, yeah. You know, I was I was doing that with friends at some point, you know, where you press you press play on one, two, three, play, yeah. and it's timed perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't do that. We were a few minutes off. I think you kept you kept spoiling things for me a little bit, but... Oh, I'm sorry about no, that. No, it's okay. You know, I oh, was you there. you should have said. I was there. I was there. I didn't want to... You know, you were in, in the groove, but something you pointed out to me last night is that it doesn't make a ton of sense that we were doing this fundraiser for a bus that is government funded. Right. Why yeah. is that falling on the people? I mean, it's very generous of us, but yeah, that's a little, I guess, TV magic for you. Right. That's again, we've had a couple plot lines this season, such as your campaign, Malin, for yes. the yeah. mayor's treasurer, which we've Googled. It simply doesn't exist. But Listen, these writers are doing what they can with the knowledge they have of these places. And I think in Lorenz's mind, sure, yeah, these people can come together. You know, what's interesting is in New York, for example, I walked by a dog park the other day and there were signs at the dog park for, is this interesting? Everyone let me know. Um, There were signs for uh, a a renovation project within the dog park that the city wasn't going to cover. So the city owns the space, I guess, but then Mm -hmm. you can do what you want within it. And so people in my neighborhood were trying to fundraise for turf to put down in the dog park. Oh. And so maybe this is one of those kinds of things where this got it. That makes sense. Yeah. Paying for the bus to operate, but the transmission was going to put it out of commission for too long. It, you know, n- none of this right, right. really answered in the episode at all. But I, I was just wondering for us, you know, how, yeah, I think it's safe it. to say the writers did not have the best understanding of how, uh, local finances work or local right. politics in general and mm-hmm. uh, what the heck it made for a funny show so ultimately so what who cares right as uh as the snl uh character says yes now I who, that's who, fred arm- one is that okay. <laughs> I believe yeah. that's fred armisen as so joy cares. behar uh so yes. what who cares right wow yeah uh. Did you ever audition for SNL, Kelly? I never did. Did you? No. Yeah, no, I never did. I never did. I would have, I think I would have done well. 
I think so too. I think not for me. I think not the right environment for me. But I think you, Mm -hmm. you've got the, the mental toughness. The thing would be, though, that I think I could only do one sketch per week. So it'd be hard to cast me in multiple things. And that's, you know, might be why I never got the chance. But, you know, I I would just have to be that character all week. And so I couldn't be doing an update segment as well as, you know, some wacky supporting character next to a celebrity. Right. I would need to just be focused on the one thing. Right. Yeah, that's a great point. I don't know in that case if it would have been the right fit for you. But yeah, no. Yeah. Actually, ultimately, maybe not. Maybe not. So maybe it's for the best. Yeah. Well, listeners, thanks for coming along with us on this journey. It's a little it's a little late night fun we're having here and I don't know mm-hmm. if you've been able to sense that, but once Kelly puts a face mask on, it's you know, all bets are off and and that was the vibe. That was the energy tonight as we recap late night on the East Coast and past <laughs> dinner time on the West Coast. So mm-hmm. apologies if we were a little loopy for this one, but we will be <laughs> back next week with another fabulous episode and a special guest. Yes, one I think a lot of you will not remember, uh, but that doesn't mean it won't be a good one. So tune on in next week and thanks as always for listening. Honk, honk. Thank you so much to all of our listeners. Thank you also to Kelsey Bailey for our logo and to John Purcell for our theme music and for mixing the show. You can follow us at Riding Around Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And send your thoughts and questions to our email address, ridingaroundpod at gmail.com. Please subscribe, rate us, and review us anywhere you find your podcasts. And if you leave your favorite Riding Around memory in your review, we'll read it in an upcoming show. Come back and join us next week. We'll have another great episode for you that you won't want to miss. See you then. Hack, hack.